is Jimmy's podcast, season nine of the podcast. We're coming back for more. I bet you never thought we'd last this long. Breaking news, show reviews, rubber boots, reacts, and lots of social media crap. And if nothing else, you know we're gonna have a laugh. We're gonna have a So it's uh, Puff and I, um, live from room 109 here at the Westin Doha. Sorry it's been so long. Uh, I want to start with a confession. Oh, geez. That's a big, that's a big start. I have been, as you know, enjoying the Westin Doha buffet every day since I, I got here. Yes. And the greatest single breakfast slash lunch slash really dinner buffet because it has all three meals if you want it yeah buffet ever ever i've seen pictures i will send i will get stuff i was going to post it to my own instagram but i thought it was too stupid but i'll get stuff to post it to the rubber boots instagram when this when this podcast comes out it's fine for that i took i took a (laughs) i took like a 40 second video of everything at the buffet and it's majestic so when brooksy my lovely wife she she was here for the first nine days and then left. Yes, she was she was great. It was great to have her here. Wonderful to have her here. Yeah. I think the crew was really smitten with her. Oh yeah, lovely lady. Yes, uh, she met Alfonso Davies. Oh yeah, she did. She we, did. They she, looked like a power couple. <laughs> she didn't know who it was, but she <laughs> she was in there like she did. <laughs> yes, she was. Um, uh, more on Brooksy momentarily, but uh, since she left. I thought I could. Uh, I thought I could. Bring, well, I was that next man up. Yeah, I but. thought I could bring somebody to breakfast, but then I went down. And they told me I couldn't. I'd have to pay the toll, and it's like two hundred. Uh, two hundred real. Real, which is like divide by two and a half. It's like more like three, I think. At least that's what I've been playing with. Okay, so like sixty-five bucks. So yeah. probably seventy bucks for breakfast. Yeah, a lot. Yes. So uh, as much as I was going to bring you to the buffet and yeah. have you pose as my spouse, which would have we would have probably <laughs> would have gone to jail for that, unfortunately, <laughs> in this country. That would have been um, an issue. But. Uh, they said they, I couldn't do that. Which is fair. I mean, right. so, I mean, I feel for you more than anyone because right. you're eating alone now right. at a buffet. Well, food. yeah, hold on, though. <laughs> what? Well, then this morning I, I ran into Lindsay Hamilton, and I was on my way to breakfast, yeah, so I, so I felt compelled to invite her to breakfast. And I, Well, yeah, but she's not your wife, so she can't go in. No, she, 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 she already... did come, and uh, I was going to pay for her. Yeah, oh, that's very nice of you. And uh, she said, would Puffy be okay with this? And I said, yeah, as long as you don't tell him. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> and did she pay? Did you have to pay? No. In the end, the person came to my uh, said, "Mr. James, that's what they call me down there." Yes, it's, it's great. I've been at the buffet. What day? What, how many days have we been here? You've been here longer than I. Uh-huh. I've been here maybe fourteen. Yeah, you're probably about fourteen. Yeah. So, uh, they know I know the entire staff. I've been fourteen straight breakfast yeah. buffets, and so they say, "Oh, Mr. James, how are you, Mr. James? What do you need this morning, Mr. James?" And uh, I've been through security about 15,000 times. They still don't know who I am. And so the manager came over because I walked in. I said, I'm bringing a guest today. I'll just pay for her. Uh, it's not my wife. And they looked at me funny. But uh, they, Mr. James, what are you doing well, here? Hold on here, maybe. Two wives. <laughs> a little respect. But uh, then the manager came over while we were sitting and said, Mr. James, your, your, your room is still under double occupancy. So I'm going to allow, uh, you're going to get a free breakfast. So Lindsay got the free buffet that I've been promising you. Yeah. So do you think there's any chance that I can get in there? Well, I think we- so. I think we ought to try it. And I'm going to have to so, just, I'll just suck it up and I'll just bite and I'll eat it. I'll pay for it if, in, if they make it. In fairness though, what time's breakfast buffet end? 10.30. See, I haven't hit 10.30 yet this oh, trip. So, so that's okay. Yeah, so. You see, I get up every day at, 
uh, like nine and go to the breakfast buffet at like nine thirty. And I eat four days worth of food. Then, but that's pre- and that's become almost my only meal of the day. No, I, see, <laughs> for me, I'm the I eat an orange for breakfast. Okay, and then maybe a plum, and then I like don't eat all day. And then at dinner, I I get a meal because uh, hard. To, it's we're working so much that it's hard to get meals in here. I, I haven't food's been good. I haven't spent a lot of money on food. So you eat your you get provided food. No, then they the bring thing. food in for us. Yeah, which has been right. outstanding. Dregs has always said the NBC food is great. We jumped on the NBC catering here. Oh, amazing. They know what they're doing. The only time I had the NBC catering was at the Olympics in London in 2012. And it was the, it was the weirdest thing. Did we have the pod in 2012? No. No, that would have been pre. That's 10 years ago, yeah. Um, but we, we have about 15 seasons. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, so, you know, Olympics are a big deal for NBC. So you would be at the salad bar. And on one side, you would be like, uh, I think Regis was there. Oh, okay. Why was Regis there? He wouldn't work for NBC. Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like Regis was there. No, that was the ABC. Oh, but yeah. no, I feel like Regis was there. And then like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon be on the other side of you. <laughs> That's a conversation I, I wouldn't want to be involved. And, and then Costas. I'd be oh. like, Costas, leave, leave me from da- some damn Romaine. <laughs> Hey, Costas loves uh, train at Denver. He loves them. Oh, yes, I know the, the and as well he should. Um, little at Denver or, or no, no big, big <laughs> mini at Denver, not mini one. Yeah. So anyway, I haven't got one. I I, I, I I've never been really. I was at the studio the first couple of days we did an Alfonso Davies yeah. interview. Yeah. And I haven't really been there since. And everyone, people are asking me, when we're going to pod? When's the pod happening? I barely have seen you. Yes, I think at first they sort of said. That I was going to be with you doing like the practice, can of practice, and but then once I got in the studio, they left me there. They found your value. Yeah, did. No, I didn't have value at the other end. I, I you know, I, I want to say this to you. I think that you know the puffy work value has been very respected on this trip. The yes. analysts, the Kevin Kilbans, oh, the Stephen me. Caldwells, they're like puffy is invaluable. They're trying to get me to stay, but I'm like, I can't. This might be. You know, this might be your greatest professional moment. I might, I might end up getting transferred from hockey to soccer. There, there's negotiations going. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You can't, you, you can't leave Jimmy for that. But we've been together for the two Canada games, which were yes. I look at the the bubble. I don't know what you when you're list when you listen to this. Probably it will be maybe the third game will all already have been be played over, against yeah. Morocco, uh, which doesn't really matter. I mean, if they got a result, it would be fantastic. Well, it matters but, huge. It's uh, that result is is. The goal was check mark one. Results now check mark. That's the way we talked about it. I, you know, when, when we talked about it before, and he said realistically, what would be a successful World Cup for Canada? We said got a score, got a score, got that, and get a result. So even a draw. Yeah, like we and I think we said that get a goal versus Croatia or Belgium yeah. and get a result Result. against Morocco. Ooh, but the Morocco looks tougher. tougher now. Yeah, I and they're going to be fired up. So I think it's going to be hard. Well, a lot of pressure on them too. Canada could play loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah, it'll Go be for it. Yeah, um, the game might be over right now. So now we're talking in yeah, the, into the future. We really called that oh, one seven nothing. How, how about me calling the Davies goal? Did you see that? You, I I did. I a couple of my buddies messaged uh, that you had nailed that. Goal. I mean, it's not a not really out of left field. Yeah, it's the kind of like yeah. Austin Matthews is going to score the overtime winner yeah, for the Leafs. That's but. true. But it was. A, but what a goal! Yeah, it was. And I actually called it like for three days running. Like if you check my old Instagram mm-hmm. story, and I did. We were watching him at training. Um, the, the like it was the night after the game or this two nights after the first game. Yeah, and I just I'm looking at this guy and going, he misses the penalty. He's been taking a little bit of heat. Yep. for the last for taking the penalty. There was a bad penalty too. It was, and 
I think I just figured he was going to be fired up, and it was awesome and great play by Buchanan. But that and that was a great moment. And I'm oh. glad I got to share it with you. Yeah, it was awesome. And I, and I I said this on TSN Radio yesterday, so I don't mind saying it here mm-hmm. that you know I went to journalism school, and you're supposed to be uh, no cheering for the press box. Yeah, and I try to maintain that in everything I do. But once in a while, you cannot help yourself. And yeah. I think you and I just uh, jumped up and hugged. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty excited. Yeah. I want to hug Kill Ben. And too, we were right in a press box. We were on a platform. But everybody was. Janine was jumping up and down. Yeah. Julian was jumping up and down. It was, yeah. uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, I'm so glad we got to see that moment. And I'm yeah. glad Canada got to witness that moment. Um, and the first game against Belgium was just a, a you don't, I'm trying to think like, you know, like butterflies, and butter, not butterflies, but like spine tingling kind of moments. It yeah. was up there in my top like five or so I in was, my career. I was super proud watching the Belgium game because I was legitimately a little concerned. They're their second ranked team in yeah. the world that it could have been a Disaster. case where they just got kind of played off the park and they were playing. They were the better team that game. They right. deserved more. Yeah. Uh, so what's our experience been like in Qatar? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to qualify this, of course, by... Uh, you know, everything coming here, all the human rights stuff. It's difficult for us, besides us saying, obviously, it's, you know, ridiculous when uh, women are treated as equals, when the gay and lesbian trans community is not treated that way. I think it goes without saying that we feel that way. And um, if all these migrant workers died building the stadiums, I, I I felt awkward certainly in the first few days in covering because there's all these amazing stadiums that look gorgeous, but then you know what's happened, the cost of building them. For sure. So I kind of made a deal with myself that I would not say like spectacular, stunning. That was just my own, that's my own little personal kind of, not protest, even though they have have looked that way. Great facilities. But here's the hard part for us when, and I'm just trying to give context to what we'll probably talk about in the next 15 minutes or so, is all you can go on is your own experience. Obviously that's in the back of your mind here. But all you can go on is the people that you meet and what you go through. And I, 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 I'm not going to speak for you, yeah. but it's been, it's been, I've had a really good experience here. All the people that I've met, whether it be migrant workers, there's a guy named Alex who comes in and cleans my room, who's from Ghana, who's mm-hmm. like the nicest guy ever. I had a couple of conversations with him about it. And, you know, he personally, this is only one man's story, is happy to be here and just to be able to send money home to his family and everything. But, um, the actual people of Qatar that you meet and the organization of the tournament, I mean, they spent $220 billion, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's pretty smooth. Like you get, I've, we've been to Olympics and things where it's been a lot more of a disaster and you get everywhere here smoothly. Uh, there's never a problem getting in stadiums, out of stadiums. Uber the, rides are sensational. Yes, the, the subway... You subway know, is unbelievable. Do you know, I, I didn't really know that they just built the subway also for the World Cup. Yeah. Like it, the subway was built to get everyone to the stadiums. Yeah. <laughs> like they built an entire subway through it, under which, the city. Which, and it's beautiful. Like it's, it, and it's smooth. It it's is. the trains are fast and they get there quickly. And so last night I go to uh, the Portugal Uruguay game. And that was in Lucille. So Lucille is the big stadium where you'll see the final. It's eight, eighty. I think there was eighty nine thousand last night. That's awesome. But so Lucille is also a town, like a little city. Not not a big city. It's kind of like the Vegas Strip kind of thing. It's really neat. There's like little cafes. There's tons of people there, uh, and there's like all these lit up buildings. But unlike the Vegas Strip, I don't think there's anything in the buildings. I just think they're lights that they. So it, it's kind of like a movie set. It's not really real. Well, that's sort of like I mean, the, where we're where we're at for our studio, we're in the souk, uh, and 
sometimes you're looking out, it looks like a Hollywood soundstage, but then you go through it and it's like unbelievable there, like all this stuff. And it's like, but that's real. I don't know if you're saying these places, but, you it, don't but, but the are. souk, so the souk is, uh, if you see, uh, Luke or Lindsay hosting, uh, from the studio and that's where all the main studios are. So we're, we have ours and you see that backdrop and then like the BBC or whatever's next to them. Uh, all the main stations are there, but, and that is the, the, the first place I went to that feels like you're in the Middle East. So there's little windy little roads and all these craftsmen selling their, um, you know, rugs yeah. or for some reason there's a million birds. People sell a lot of birds. In the, here. the big thing. I'm going to bring falcons. home. A lo- I'm going to bring home a falcon. You should, we should bring home a falcon. Yeah, the racing falcons. They got the little hats. It's awesome. Can you take? Can we just take a falcon I think you can on a buy plane? One. Adopt yeah. it for the pod. I think you can. Yeah, pod falcon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so. But that place was apparently only built for this too. Like it's not. I don't know about that because the videos I've seen, like I was watching the, the documentary, <laughs> yeah. and when they awarded Qatar the World Cup, okay, you could see they they had like a fan thing there. Oh, sorry, sorry, I shouldn't say it, it wasn't just built for the World Cup, but it, it it's not a been around sixty. No, because they make it look like whenever you go to any European old European place, there's yeah. the old town, right? Yeah. So the souk is like the old town, but I think it was built like 15 years ago. Maybe. Okay, that's maybe fair. Because, yeah, it definitely looks like it's probably been there a long right. time. And they, so they, they wanted to make it look like they had an old town as a, as a gathering point. Yeah. So that's why, why they built it, which is, again, fascinating. Um, Good city planning. Wow, just imagine, though, like being having that money, like to spend two. No one will ever be able to do this again unless the Saudis get the World Cup, which is rumored as well. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one either. But, uh to spend two hundred and twenty billion dollars, like they they built an entire like the sewage system they built, yeah, the the, the subway system, and there's only three hundred thousand people that live here outside the migrant workers, yeah. So What's I don't know. Is anybody when this is over? I would like like someone should we should come back. We should ask to come back in like two months, yeah, and uh, just see what like well there'll, there'll be nobody on the subways. But will that's they? the thing. You'll be able to whiz around this city like nothing, like nothing. Yeah, it'd be amazing because the only thing that keeps you from getting from place to place is traffic. There is yeah. there is traffic yeah. for sure, but uh, yeah. But anyway, the, the the people have been very nice, and I thought the World Cup's been run really well. Again, with the asterisk of we know uh, all the other stuff that's gone on here. And uh, at the Portugal game last night, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, did they show it on TV? Uh, a man with yes. A- they, well, apparently they didn't show it on Fox, mm-hmm. but they didn't. We saw it on. They 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 didn't. They cut away. We should say what it is. A guy ran on the field with uh, with like a rainbow, yeah, rainbow flag, rainbow flag, and then he had a shirt that said something about Ukraine, and on the back, I yeah. don't know what it said. It was mad. And usually, usually I hate those guys that jump on the fields, but this one he, he kind of got cheered for, and well, I'm like, damn right, buddy, do it, damn right. But it's Except, not like when you run on Rogers Center. It was like, a, look, he, he like, might be, yeah, who knows what no, happens? To him. <laughs> I don't think they'll execute him because that wouldn't be, but. I, I would like well, to read. I, okay, someone should do a follow-up story. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would like Arthur, to know. Don't go to training camp. Get to find this guy. I know because there was stuff on social media that were like, "Great job, buddy." R.I.P. Then because, <laughs> well, like that is like not that it's a. There's there's yeah, certainly we're, there's we're not no. you know we're not making fun but, of it whatsoever. But it's but. true. Like when there's people here are uh, acting a lot more respectful than they mm-hmm. might in other countries and cities during a World Cup. Mm-hmm. One alcohol sales mm-hmm. is way down, which is which is going to. Let me say behavior. something about that. Uh, I know that was a big kerfuffle back home, and I like to have a couple beers when I go to my game. Mm-hmm. But I think actually that it it's a good thing because you go to these games and 
it takes the out of it for sure and like everybody there the coolest thing for me i've never even at olympics i don't find people come from all over the world mm-hmm. for olympics it's mostly people like if the olympics are in uh south korea yeah most of the people there are south koreans and yeah. the people that come are, are families of athletes or part of the training team and some people might come but the world cup is different way like different. Fan, and so you when you're on that subway you really are there with people from like you know, 50 different well, countries like, or whatever. Like I take the Uber to the edge of the souk and then I walk through. And walking from, it's probably a 10-minute walk to walk through it mm-hmm. because you're going to run into about nine different countries' fans in a big pile of them singing and dancing. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing where you would never have that experience at any other World Cup because right. it's all spread out. Right. Yeah, that, to me that's the greatest thing is that this is a, we were on, we were on the subway last night, Jules and I, uh, Julie de Guzman, former Canadian captain, coming home from the game, and both of us are our, our, uh, our phones pop with uh, yeah, an airdrop, yeah, of a photo, and it was called, the, the guy's the guy's nickname was uh, the new king, and so I'm like, I'll accept it. Like, <laughs> what are, you got? Like, am I going to get a dick pic here? Yeah. What am I going to get? Yeah, and it was just like a. It was like a meme of some uh, little, like, two-year-old smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's, like, a woman. There was, like, a, an Indian woman sitting down, and she started laughing because she saw me accept it. She yeah. goes, I got it, too, but I was not going to accept that just in case. <laughs> and then I get another one from them. like, all right, I'm, I'm playing along now. And I'm starting to look around really the subway saying, that. who's the new king here? <laughs> the new king. That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, the whole uh, worldly thing is, is really cool. And I'm eating all sorts of foods that I've you know, uh, not eaten. In the the food's been outstanding. It yeah. really has. Well, to an, like I had a, a shawarma at the game last yeah. night. Like, the, in stadium not food, so terrible. Good. I had a hamburger. I had one bite and I threw it out. Yeah. But outside the stadium, really restaurants, good. really good. Excellent. Um, but uh, yeah, the beer thing though, I just think like everybody's nice and everybody's happy and you're going to be pumped up enough for the game. Uh, does it suck if you can't have a beer? But I just, it totally takes the factor out of it yeah and i just think in the stadiums it's been like unbelievable atmosphere the one time that i think that it's bad is when i'm walking through and it's like one o'clock and everyone's at their patio tables the sun's Mm -hmm. shining Mm -hmm. and you can tell they're desperate to have a couple beers right but other than that although in fairness we have found alcohol oh yeah well leave it to uh stephen caldwell and kevin kilban uh, they found an Irish pub yeah. called Shamrocks. Shamrocks. Good and time. by the way, you know, Kevin Kilban might not be a, a massive name in oh. Canada except for his work here. The the place was full, I guess. I don't know if you were there at that I time. Was there, yeah. And the the owner comes out of the pub and they're like, Yeah, can we get a table? And he goes, Are you f-ing Kevin Kilban? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, he goes, come right in. And so we walk in and they just, there's a table of like 12 and they just tell all these guys to move so we can sit down. These, awesome. these people are in the middle of their drink. Yeah, you'll have to leave now. Kevin Kilbad's here. Irish royalty has <laughs> arrived. It was amazing. So yeah, you can you can find it in our hotel too. Like Brooksy yeah. and I, Brooksy was having her wine. We I, I can't even tell you how good the setup was at the beginning for us mm-hmm. because we checked in and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, people don't care about these details. It wasn't like your normal Western, ex- uh, Western experience where you get all your points and stuff because mm-hmm. it's booked through FIFA. Yeah. But then they found out, like, that I was whatever it is, titanium yeah. or something. And so suddenly I was getting, they're like, there's a lounge, you get the free buffet. And the lounge in the beginning was open all day, every day. Really? So you go there for lunch. You go there for dinner. You go there for late snacks. Unlimited booze. Really? Yeah. And so Brooksy was just having a festival because I'd go to work all yeah. day and I'd come back and she'd be all 
She'd all she'd have liquored up and no, um, <laughs> not really. But um, but then Brazil showed up at our hotel. Oh, and they they took over the lounge. They did, eh? Yeah. So that was it for the fun. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so what else? What else do we want to talk about? Um, oh, should we do? Uh, we had a hypothetical, but I think it's kind of old now because we did that one at the game the other day. You were asking the panel. Mm-hmm. Do you want the first goal for Canada no. or a nil-nil draw so that the Morocco game mattered? And you, Kevin, in the stand said you want the nil-nil draw. You wanted the goal. I wanted the goal, yeah. And why is that? Well, for me, I was deathly afraid that they were not going to score. After the first game, I was like, uh-oh. If they don't score against Croatia, the way Morocco's playing, right. they might not score a goal. And I think it would have been a bit of a disaster if this team that's so talented came to the World Cup and didn't even get a goal. Right. So that I guess let me put the question this way. So the, you're, and you, you sort of did. You assume that they're going to lose to Morocco. Yeah. So let's assume they lose one nothing to Morocco for the purpose of this conversation before the uh, Croatia, Croatia game. game. Yeah. Would you rather have a nil-nil draw with Croatia or Canada scoring a goal and not getting any results? Yeah. And you took the goal. Yeah. Because there's, that, there's that moment. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing. moment in Canadian men's soccer history. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> um, I don't know though. Like a, a, a nil-nil tie with Croatia would have been a pretty damn good story too, right? To have that for in your sure. Back. And, and especially in red. And after the game, you did say, "I think I would have taken yeah. the nil-nil draw." Yeah. When it was th- when it was three-one, uh, I was like, eh, "Would have been nice." You but know what? Then- though I think it'll be cool. Uh, again, this is going to be all. If they get the the result against Morocco, we're going to look stupid. But it would be kind of cool to get the first win in Canada in four years. Yeah, I mean, that'll, although like, that World Cup's going to be a little weird because forty-eight teams, it might be Canada against Bahrain or something. Yeah, I mean, that's it's going to be. I have no idea how that's even going to play out, but I obviously would love for them to get a result to this this one. If they don't win um, and save it for the next World Cup, that's fine. But a result now would be kind. Of, you would you don't want to come to two World Cups and go zero for six. No, absolutely. Um, the camels. We forgot. Oh, to, I was going to say. I was gonna, so we we didn't go to camels together. Or did we? No. Yeah, because you were. Yeah, you weren't I wasn't there yet. here yet. Yeah, you came before me. So, uh, what, what happened at your your camel experience? Did you post? I everybody posted their camels oh, I did on not, Instagram. Because oh, look I at was you! Like, I was like, come on, like that's that's, that's ridiculous. Stupid, yeah, right? yeah. Eight, now, Eighteen people posting yeah, camel stuff, but I had a little separation. Time. You from did your have group. separation, and uh, I don't know if I saw your pick. But the guys were crushing you. O-Dog was sending you messages or whatever about like, did you have some kind of like desert picks or something that were just ridiculous? Like ridiculous in what way? Like, like you cool guy picks, like you were like well, posing I didn't, or flexing or something. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> I have done those before. No, I think what happened is on our the trip I went on. So the trip you went on was like the TSN staff yes. who arrived early, right? Like Nicole, our fixer, or Mister yeah. Wolf. Oh, and yeah. then like Lindsay and uh, uh, all the guys were all Caldwell the, and all Caldwell. that. Luke wasn't there and. Kevin wasn't there, and you weren't there. Toss was there to say Ricketts. Was there. Yeah, he was there. Right, and um, my camera crew, Shinetti. Everyone. I think you guys were the only ones. You three were the only ones that are TSN okay. staff that were there. Okay, so the different the one I went on was uh, our, our 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 great boss Stu. Yeah, he came. Uh, Stu like runs CTV TSN, and he brought some clients. Yeah, uh, some valuable clients who, who uh, supported the World Cup on TSN. And so they invited Kevin, Toss, and I to come because we entertain the clients, right? We just, well, it's a laugh a minute. It's, 
you know, toss and toss and Kev, tell them about, you know, their massive games against Brazil and Kevin in the World Cup and talk about when I was 13 with the Gloucester Hornets and your dad running a two scored two, a two, two, seven, a two, three, five. Yeah. A two, one, seven. Uh, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, we had a professional photographer. So I think what O was oh. referring to, so the photographer was made getting the cool shots. Oh, so it wasn't about okay. me having the I cool like, shots. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, here? they looked like kind of artsy like movie shots of all the camels in the desert. Oh, so that so, would act then you then I would have I would have liked to have had those kind of pictures. Yeah. Yeah, and I had a cool one too cuz I did a radio hit with them or with the first stop with Korolnik and and Koliakovo and it was like the so I was just on my phone in the desert, but the sun was going down, and the uh, photographer took like this really cool pic that I, I think I posted. It was like the coolest radio hit shot ever. Yeah. But Mike Hamill, we, we, like, we got there, yeah. and all the camels are lined up quietly, and this one camel's going, <laughs> and I'm standing back, yeah. and the guy just looks at me and goes, you. I'm like, what? I'm not getting on that camel. And he's like, no, come. I'm like, no, no, nobody's getting on that camel. You can't. You can't put me on that camel. And it's like, Rrr. and so he gets me on the camel and it gets up. It was okay. It's but, pretty when you go up. It's like, whoa. Yeah. It's like. But then one of the one of the clients we were with, the camels are attached to each other. So once we get on the camels and they're waiting for everybody to board the camel to go out into the desert. Yeah. Uh, my camel is also the only one that doesn't have like the, the what mask is, on. The mask on. What, what do you call it? Like a uh, something to cover their their mouth yeah. so they can't bite. Yeah. So mine's the only one. The angry camel's the only camel that doesn't have that. Yeah. And we're attached, the two camels. So uh, my buddy, he, the camel, my camel's face goes right up against his leg. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And the guy just left. The guy tied up the camels. I'm like, he's going to eat this. He's going he's gonna to take a chunk out of this guy's leg. And he, he was terrified for like three minutes. But uh, I actually really like everyone saying the camel ride was kind of uncomfortable. It's just look at it, it's just a, a Instagram op completely. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed my camel ride. I felt like I was going no hands, you know, and showing off to the ladies. Lin- trying to impress Brooksy. L- Lindsay and Toss were the same. Like they loved it. Lindsay was disappointed when they we stopped it because we basically just went up a hill and then yeah. went back down. I was like, get me off this thing because I didn't have one of those backrests either. Oh, okay. And I was like basically hanging oh, on yeah, for dear life. Yeah, I was looked, not comfortable. I was like, I was and like, it was a bit of a nut cruncher because every time you kind right. of move forward, you just into the. See, I watch Yellowstone a lot, yeah. and I think I look like one of those guys on Yellowstone. I just, I, I had that thing ready. I could do tricks with it, anything. Some people did look really comfortable. Brooksy did not look comfortable. She was like you. She was yeah. like all forward, all. I looked like, look like a jockey. Yeah, and then there's. You know, the pictures make it look like you're in the Sahara in yeah. this, uh, you know, in the middle of the desert. The truth is you're like 200 yards from the road. Yeah. And also there's the next part of the thing is you go on these, uh, you go in the SUVs and you go romping around. And the SUVs, while you're on the camels, are whipping by. Did you ever have a moment where the SUVs passed you and it's like a traffic light? Except the SUVs don't stop. No, I didn't know. We yeah, didn't so like that. it's like traffic. So the camels are walking, and then the SUVs come by at like fifty miles an hour. And this one, one of the wives of, of one of the people on the trip was like, "No, stop, stop, stop!" A camel. She thought she was going to get run over by a camel, which would have been hilarious. So the SUV thing—it's the actual cars like pick you up in town and bring you out there, yeah. and then they have to take air out of their tires. Yeah, they take about half the air out. They take so half the air out, bounce. and then they just whip around the desert. And that was that was really fun. Although we did it for like forty-five minutes, I was starting to get a little dizzy. Yeah, we had two. Going on our so it's pretty cool. Yeah, our, our driver was psycho, but Brooksy didn't like that because she no. gets she gets oh, sometimes she gets the little, vertigo sometimes. Yeah. But but and, did they take you to the edge of the and then uh, the water and then the other side was Saudi Arabia? 
No, I don't think they took us that far. Oh, they took us. That's where they took us. And they're like, over there in Saudi Arabia. And we're like, oh, let's turn around. But the thing I was most pumped for was they also had the, like, the snowboards to go sand. See, we didn't have that. So, yeah, they took us to a different place where we had dinner. You must have uh, the VIP I, like, It uh, was, I think, package. it was very VIP-ish. We are trying to please the clients, you know? And uh, I was all pumped about that because I was a bit of a snowboarder uh-huh. before I had all my concussions and I had to stop snowboarding. But I figured, like, I'm not going to get hurt in the sand. So I, I, I imagine myself like just carving my yeah. way down this mountain. No. And it was a pretty steep hill. Like they probably take, it, it was only like maybe like a 40 yard hill. Yeah. 50 yard hill, but steep. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be intense, but I can carve a little bit. <laughs> the most disappointing thing of my, the sand goes all over the board. Yeah. I couldn't get going more than like a mile an hour. Okay. I was like, it was like a three-year-old on a bunny hill. Yeah. Right, and you're having to like you push, 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 push to get going. So I guess you can carve. Maybe if you're maybe an expert snowboarder on a longer hill. But uh, I got a photo, so I kind of look cool. That's good. But it was uh, it was terrible. And but did you go in the water? I just wa- I just waded in with my feet because you told me a bunch of people got stung by yeah, jellyfish. Yeah, we got hit by jellyfish. They're just li- they're just little ones, so it was more just annoying than painful. But uh, yeah. yeah, they were out there. Did you did someone have though. to urinate on somebody else? That was just for uh, fun. That was nothing <laughs> jellyfish. <laughs> that was in the room later. <laughs> yeah, that was like three days later. <laughs> uh, we I went out in the water. I don't even know if I told you this. We uh, I have a friend who lives here. Yeah. So it was actually Mark Ward's uh, high school girlf- girlfriend. So oh, I have, have stories. <laughs> yeah, we should have her on, Sarah. So these two. Hold on, Sarah. What? This is the first time Sarah you've Curley. You mentioned a woman from your you can, past. You can actually leave this probably. Uh, Soft doesn't have to beat this because it's not my one of my ex girlfriends. So yeah. we had a uh, two twin brothers, James and John Curley, yeah. who moved to Ottawa. They were military kids, so they lived everywhere. Yeah. And they like basically took over our high school. They were like the funnest guys. You would have loved them forever. Yeah. And they had older brother, George, like a year older. He was super fun. I'll tell you two George Curley stories in a second. And Sarah was the younger sister, like maybe two years younger. Oh, that so, just screams Mark Ward. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> so you got a sister, eh? <laughs> That's basically it. Get, like, get like, my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's so right. And so and, and anyway, we ended up, we stayed friends after. So Sarah lives here because her partner is with Qatar Airlines. Okay. And she actually loves living here, which is like, an interesting take from her we went out in the water they rented a boat so just early in the morning because i didn't have much time before work and uh, they had one of those uh we rented those not you know the things that you hold on to in the water and it propels you underwater like it's, underwater oh like those things people can't see what you're doing oh. on the pot but yeah you're little jet things to, so i don't know what i'm supposed to so, call them yeah you, you see them on the videos where you so you're you're swimming with your arm out length and it's like a little thing that's about the size of a like a, like a, like a little tank it's like a little tank and it pulls you along you pull oh, on a hyper that would have been awesome. Oh, it was amazing. Except I thought, you know, it's one of those things where you think you're going super fast. Oh, you and then were. you see the video and you're not really going super fast. <laughs> like you think you're Aquaman. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, yeah, that was really cool. So, uh, uh, Did you it, see anything? In the water? Yeah, just, like, the odd, your... just the odd fish. It, oh, was just, so it, wasn't... It, it was not like a reef or anything like that. Yeah, we're thinking with a lot of the oil and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe it's not the cleanest water in the world. Know. I don't know if the fish would be plentiful. So uh, George Curley was... Like the Curleys were unbelievable. James went on to be the CEO of TaylorMade. Oh wow! And how's he not your best friend? <laughs> well, he's actually uh, 
uh, I think he's really good buddies with Trudeau, like as in friends. Like oh, they'll okay. they'll like go for drinks when he comes in town. Really? But uh, then he went to become CEO of um, Levi's Jeans. Oh wow! And now he's the CV- CEO of Gibson Guitars, and he lives in Nashville. Really? And he's the he's the if you're picturing a CEO in your head right now, it is the exact opposite. Yeah, just the most laid back guitar playing kind of guy. Yeah. And John was the crazy one. So James, then they're identical twins. So yeah. in high school, like if they had a project, like let's say you had to memorize a Shakespearean sonnet, mm-hmm. only one of them would do it. And then they'd go in and then leave and they'd change clothes and the other guy would go in and do it. No way. Oh. <laughs> just, they just stir up so much crap. But John, like John is one of the great <laughs> disturbers I've ever known in my life. So when James was the CEO of TaylorMade, they were at the British Open mm-hmm. and John was there just being John yeah. and James is like, just don't be an Okay, like yeah. don't do anything stupid. But he was decked out in like tailor made gear, like yeah. the pants and shirt. And you know how the trucks would be right, like the tailor made yeah, yeah. titleist truck would be right next to the uh, driving range? Yeah. So James is in there or whatever, talking to clients or whatever. And then he looks out and John is on the range with a club <laughs> signing autographs like he's a player. So, <laughs> so there's like the line, you know, Rory or yeah. whoever, they're all lined up. And there's John with the driver going signing, <laughs> signing kids' hats and everything. Uh, That's awesome. And George, we were at, uh, this goes way back, but we were at a Clash concert in, I might have told the story on the pod one time. We were at a Clash concert in Ottawa. So we're, we're talking late 80s or something or mid 80s or something like that. And uh, we lost George. And uh, we're like, where the hell's George? I think we're in general admission or whatever, yeah. right? And all of a sudden look up on the stage and George has jumped on the stage <laughs> and is at the mic singing with the clash <laughs> and you know if that if, and if this had happened today he'd be yeah. tackled in three seconds yeah. and arrested but back then like i don't think they knew what to do or they didn't have the bodyguards yeah. so he exp- he kept waiting to get like grabbed and yeah. nobody grabbed him so he just kept on like <laughs> singing he kept on singing and well, i don't know who's the clash leads joe somewhere out of yeah. like the and he was like putting his arm around him they're singing a song and then and then probably George, a good band and then do. george realized he didn't know the words so he just jumped into the crowd and uh crowd surfed or whatever for That's a while awesome. anyway those were the curlies yeah. and it was uh, wonderful for me to, to to catch up with them i had an a-hole or a-ok mm-hmm. but it's going to be a-hole um so you can play the theme music is it a This was my most embarrassing moment in Qatar, and I'm not proud of this whatsoever, but I share everything on this pod. I went to go pee at the game before the broadcast of the Canadian game. And the security, I didn't have my pass with me, and the security guard, I thought, might And they were tight in there. Yeah, I thought they they might not let me back in. So he was turned towards the wall. I thought he might have been on his phone or something. So I'm like, bud, bud. He doesn't turn back. I'm like, bud. So I give him like a little like tap on the shoulder, bud. So and, and then I like almost like grab his shoulder to turn him around, yeah. and he's frigging praying. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed, and I I feel honestly I felt so much shame in that moment. And I went back and found him later. Yeah, like well, that's no, good. That's yeah, good. I, I I just said I'm so so sorry. Uh, like I hope I didn't offend you or whatever. And I don't even know if he remembered. I think when yeah. they get so deep in prayer, yeah. But I'm sure that's the most sanctimonious part of their day. And like they do it everywhere, right? Yeah. Where they stop at whatever time to do it. And I, oh my God, I'm like, I'm a guest in this guy's country. And I just freaking went up and <laughs> interrupted him in the middle of prayer. So I want to apologize yes. to the, uh, 
but an innocent move. An innocent. It wasn't, wasn't done with, like, it wasn't like you saw him, no. like, praying. No, no, I would never do that. But it actually ruined my day that I did that. So uh, apologies to uh, um, that gentleman. That, hold on. That ruined your day? <laughs> <laughs> funny. So funny. Uh, we'll talk about that on another podcast. Uh, yeah, so it's been, uh, it's, it's been a trip. Here, uh, in, it has. In but we're we're co- coming down to the final uh, few days here. You go home with me, right? Yeah, I'm on the Friday night. Uh, Brooksy, not a good flyer generally. Yeah, and not a good uh, sleeper on the full planes. Okay, but she took. Uh, well, she has her medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she took. <laughs> she, she kept. She was like a pusher. She's like, because I was. I've been struggling. I still haven't fully adjusted to sleeping's the, been weird. The time, yeah, like a lot. Well, part partly is I've had a lot of late nights, right, and then. Uh, part of it is just it's a big time change. What do you mean a lot of late nights? What do you mean? Like I, I've been work. Okay, you've been working hard. I'm not going to say I've been working my ass off because yeah. I probably had an easier gig just covering Canada. Yeah. Some of the days are shorter. Yeah. But I haven't been like there's so much prep involved in doing the games that I haven't been. Uh, I you've been out like like to the clubs. Well, we haven't in, in our hotel. We have um, a bar, a bar like a club bar. It's like a dancey dancey. Have you been doing the dancey dancey? No, no dancey dancey because it hasn't because. It's been busy, I think, during the games. Right. But we don't roll back until a half hour. Is it we, still going when you get back? There's people there, but it's quieter. It's quieter. So you so just, you just go, go in have there beers. and have some beers, and then sometimes that leads to like more drinks uh, after in oh. someone's room. So it's like oh. it goes like. Whose yeah. room do you go to? Well, it could, I don't know. I don't really remember whose room it was. Excuse me. Yeah, it was somebody. It was not a person that we work with, but they probably don't want people to know. Oh, I see what yeah. you mean, and it's just a bunch of a bunch of a few few because I mean, you made it sound like you were having an, no 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 nothing like that no, no. <laughs> no it would be like work people oh, work people work guys to yeah. kind of have a couple of drinks yeah. within the room but sometimes they go late right so, I think people can figure it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> it won't be it won't be hard to figure out who who, who I could possibly be having like, drinks with until six o'clock in the morning. Let's just say like there's. It's almost there's shades of like game five of a Stanley Cup final <laughs> with some of the people. Yeah, they're unbelievable. <laughs> well, and granted, because of the sleeping and, and you you often don't have to go to work till four or five o'clock. So and there's yeah, not like a we, ton else to do because it's hot outside. Yeah. It actually hasn't been hotter as hot as I thought. I've only had a few moments. I met my buddy Ho is here. Mm-hmm. Ho, you know, we all know. Of course, Ho. we talked to Ho. And, uh, he he was here. You should have had him he on the pod to, while he was here. I know. Well, I barely, I barely saw him. I saw him at the Canada game, and then we went for lunch. And we went for lunch one afternoon, and it was hot. That was one of the only times I felt yeah, it. Yeah, I felt the first couple of days, but when the breeze comes up, it's not bad. And the evenings are actually beautiful, very decent, beautiful. Um, what were we talking about? So Brooksy got the prescription for those pills that you're supposed to make you relax you on the plane. Yeah. Um, she, I guess, I don't know if she took like nine or something, but uh, she, the plane ride home is 14 hours. Yeah. And she uh, said that she refused dinner, which they give you. It's an, we're going to have to make a decision because they're going to ask you to have dinner at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh. I never turned down the dinners, but they're going to. She refused dinner, took the pill, woke up two hours from Toronto. Wow. Slept like 11 hours. And then she was kind of on time because when you get back to Toronto, it's like 8 in the morning because yeah. of the time change. So she just slept She's, like woke, woke up at 6. Yeah, so Brooksy's That's, I think, going to be my move. I'm also really worried. I can't find my headphones. And that's going to be a 14-hour flight without headphones. It's going to be a disaster. Um, I, I will confess, I almost had a, on I the way say, here. I stole your <laughs> I stole your headphones. <laughs> I have them. I almost did what, what, what people at TSN would know as a Mark Masters on the way here. I'm not sure our listeners would be aware that yeah. once upon a time, on a trip, Mark Math- Masters brought his wife. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was, was in business class. I don't think it was Europe. I think it was just across U.S. North oh, America was it? Thing. I thought it was the World Juniors in Europe. I think it was a Stanley Cup final thing oh, or something. Okay. And uh, left his wife back in economy. Yeah, which is fair. And he was roasted about it for a long time. Yeah. So the I, when I decided to bring books, Brooksy, uh, we fly here in business class. Yeah. TSN takes good care of us. Um, but they're not going to fly Brooksy in business class. They don't love us that much. Yeah. And the flights are like seven grand, eight grand business I'm class. I'm sure they're right? very expensive, yeah. So... But I have a lot of point credit things. Apparently, so I uh, I said, Brooksy, we'll book you in premium, and then I'll upgrade you. Look but there you. was a, there was a problem with the. Uh, did I talk about this in the last pod? Or I don't think so. And uh, I found out like two days, three days before I couldn't upgrade her. So now like panic was setting in, and Brooksy was very good about it. You know, mm-hmm. I might I might I might give her a hard time, but she's like, don't worry, I'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. And I'm like, no way, I, I can't. I will have to take the premium seat. You'll yeah. have to be in first class. I have to be a gentleman. Yeah. But in my head, I was saying, I don't really want no, to do that. No, you really just pretend you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the, gen- like the Jennifer Hedger one. <laughs> Hope that works out for you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> we told that one, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't have to repeat it. One. If you missed that episode, uh, flying to London for the Olympics, Jennifer and I are in pods in first class. Jennifer's pod is broken. And the person's like, you have to go to the back. And, and I'm like slinking down to my pod. And then some guy, some total stranger goes, Jen, I'll give you my pod. And, and, and she's like, really, you do that? And the guy goes back to like economy. And I'm like going, I'm a horrible person. Yeah. So anyway, um, we put in the bid. I've never bid for the upgrade before. So you can okay. bid on Air Canada. You can say, oh, I'll pay a thousand bucks to get upgraded. And I think- Could I put in like a $10 bid or is there a minimum <laughs> it's bid? It's like a minimum, like 500 oh, or something fuckers. like that. But considering eight grand, if you bid a thousand, you're doing yeah, pretty good. that's pretty good. So uh, Brooksy checked like the day before the flight and she's like, all the seats are gone. And I'm like, oh God, I'm never going to live this down. And there's going to be other TSN people on the flight and they're mm-hmm. going to see, see me leave my wife in premium or I'm, or I'm going to have to go back to premium, which will be worse. <laughs> and- <laughs> So spoiled. No pictures. It's just ridiculous. No but- pictures. <laughs> I cannot be here. Um, but uh, then she got the upgrade, and so boom, I was back in. Were you guys sitting beside each other, or were you in different? Uh, yeah, we were right across from each other. Oh, that's very it's nice. kind of romantic. Very nice. Um, so yeah, so we'll fly home. To- we're on the same flight. We'll hang out I together. Think so. Yeah, maybe we'll. Uh, well, maybe we'll meet next to each other. And we can. No, I'm not in. I'm not at the front. Of the oh, excuse me. You're not in first no, class. I'm in the well, premium now, economy. Now I feel embarrassed. So maybe you should switch with me. <sighs> maybe should that, should that be a? <laughs> <what's it? laughs> okay, yeah. you have flown at the front of the bus many times. I have never <laughs> flown in a pod before. You never had a pod. I've never had a pod experience. Oh, this could be goodness. something you could give me a pod experience. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'm I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not even a consideration. No, but it would be like a good. Maybe that should my, have been the my, In fairness, my seat was was was. Cool. Like if it was five hours, I would do this for you. If it was seven hours, hold on, don't say that because I'll remember this. Because remember, it, we fly and you were in the pods. Okay. If it is under seven hours, I will do that for you next time. So if we're going to Vancouver, yeah, I will do it. No chance. I will do it for you. That's right. If nice. you're on the same flight. You'll make um, sure we're not on the same. You're like, cut his flight. flight is puffy on. <laughs> like, dude. But I can't, 14 hours I can't do. I'm not a, like, I'm not a, I can't just sit in my seat. I, it was surprisingly, uh, it was surprisingly comfortable. Look, I, you know that I know I'm, I'm spoiled. Like, I admit it to our people. I, I, I fully admit it. Um, I give back in other ways. Yes, you do. You do. <laughs>
It's it, it's been fun, and the next time we talk to you, we will be uh, back with the guys. Oh, did they do the Lester and Stoff show while we were gone? I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be like the biggest hit, and we'll be already out of the pod. <laughs> we're already out. Although by past experiences, I don't think it so. usually goes to about five minutes long, and then they yeah, then they just yeah, it's it's a joke. They need us. Uh, thanks for listening to the uh, one and probably only ever episode of the Guitar Rubber Boots Pod. Hey. How are ya? I got a question that I really wanna ask ya. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me. Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dark bank? At the fair. This is the part they call the bridge. A bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please. Somebody. Hey? Hey? Anyone?